Hello and welcome back to another episode of Into the 99, where we've got 99 cards, because Commander's number one. We are here with a uh, totally different episode that we're recording on a different day, where we're not doubling up at all. I just, we all dress the same today, you know? This is our, these are our uniforms. They're our podcast uniforms. We picked these by design, yeah. Um, I've Ooh, got, uh, I've soon. got, ev- yeah, I've got everyone <laughs> still here. No one has left in the last five minutes or three days, if you guys are listening to it on Wednesday. But uh, yeah, happy Wednesday morning, everyone. Um, good morning. Yeah, I'm still doing good. I think Brian said, everyone, real, real quick, how's everyone doing? We'll give a recap. I'm great. We busy week. Uh, it either did or didn't snow, and I either like or don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, have- it's it's work. I'll be honest. Uh, I'm probably just making my way through it. Fair, <laughs> that's, fair. That's a- Slothy, how are you midweek? Yeah. How are you on Wednesday? Uh, on Wednesday, I'm I'm probably pretty busy. Um doing some things for work and yeah same with same with you I either like or don't like the snow depending on if we get it yeah right right um actually no we we totally know if we got it or not i'm just not going to reveal that yeah and sherman how are you on on february 5th i believe <laughs> i am probably yelling at some sort of support member unfortunately because they have taken my ire <laughs> Or something stupid. That's fair. That's gonna be February seventh. We're we're deep into the future now. I should have bought a lottery ticket. Right. Clearly, clearly knowing the numbers that would have won because this is happening on the seventh. Um, we uh we stopped right in the middle of the spoilers. We did the mythics and there was a lot, so we had some we had some thoughts on them. So Brian, we'll jump right back into the rares, and I guess we'll do part four of spoilers because that's a reasonable amount of product to pump out. Yeah, like we had a whole other conversation amongst these episodes here, and we're throughout the week <laughs> yeah we, we, might, we might we might have another bonus episode a bonus bonus episode bonus two we'll see no. we'll see yeah uh, but we got analyze the pollen for one green it's our first rare it's a sorcery as an additional cost to cast this spell you may collect evidence eight um i actually never read with the evidence stuff so exile cards with total mana value eight or greater from your graveyard ick it sounds like i will never be playing any of these cards um, search your library for a basic land card. If evidence was collected, instead, search your library for a creature or land card. Reveal that card, put it on, into your hand, then shuffle. I'm sorry, if I'm throwing away mana value 8, I should be able to go and search for a creature and a land. Get out of here. Uh, well, it, it, this is this is a ceiling floor kind of si- situation, right? Like, what's its worst, what's its best? Its best is a tutor for any creature, which is pretty good. Into hand, especially. No top deck manipulation shenanigans in that it's, one. It's not one, though. It's one at, like, basically one in bracket eight. Yeah, so you can search for a Birds of Paradise, or you can search for yeah. something but, crazy. Like- but like I said, at the at the floor of it, one mana to search for a basic is, like, that's, uh, so many people argue. I guess, yeah. So many that. people argue that that's not ramp. <laughs> wah, wah, that's not ramp. But that's a... That's part of a cultivate, right? Like that's the cultivate is two and a green. The two is to battlefield, just like a far seek. The one is to hand. One this is and, and that's a very playable thing, right? Like the one True. green one green mana to hand. This fixes you might have a perfect hand that only has two mana, but also this card, and you can go fetch that third mana or a third color you needed, or even a second color you needed. You drew two green. I, I personally like these uh these very cheap tutors, these very early game tutors that let me fix my mana base. And uh, I, I play a lot of five color stuff, right? So these are really, really good in five color stuff. I'm usually 
heavier on my green mana and five color because i'm like well my ramp is gonna need to hit this well because green can usually find everything yeah right Mm -hmm. it it also yeah like with the with the five color i didn't read that the first time if you collect evidence you can search for any land yeah right so exactly it's it's good in the like in a gates theme deck it's good in that like the it, it late, yeah late game finding something you need like that rogues passage right shout out to mm-hmm. my boys um you know what i mean but you can you can get your your rogues passage yep go and check yeah. them out if you guys haven't yeah you can get the them on spotify <laughs> they're, they're very nice people they uh, and i like their show it's entertaining i was on an episode it was fun um i, I whooped them with talion six and oh baby <laughs> i still gotta see this talion deck um i i i, I love it I'm appreciative. I can't wait to go over it. Fair, fair enough. Slothy, jump into the mole boy. Yeah, uh, we've got Anzreg's rampage. Three double red for a sorcery. Destroy all artifacts you don't control. Then exile the top X cards of your library, where X is the number of artifacts that were put into graveyards from the battlefield this turn. You may put a creature card exiled this way onto the battlefield. Uh, it gains haste. Return it to your hand at the beginning of the next end step. A lot of cards to exile potentially from your from your own deck. Mm-hmm. This card looks like someone woke him up and he's angry. <laughs> yeah, that's the that seems story accurate. <laughs> they dug too deep and woke up the mole. Something I don't know like that. how I feel about about this card just because, like you said, like you could be exiling a lot and it doesn't say like you put the the exile cards back in your graveyard or into your uh, bottom of your library in random order or anything it's just they stay exiled yeah you're losing them and you might get a creature with haste but that's a costly creature with haste yeah yeah so i i i don't know how i feel about this one yeah right the very 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 swingy swingy card but all right you probably put more put more so play it in like a creature heavy deck even, even right. then even then like let's say like you it's risky you cast this and there's seven seven artifacts okay then that's six or six cards are going into exile oh yeah never mind so yeah the the, the floor seems very low and the ceiling also seems pretty low (laughs) like imagine if i had like home builder was not great (laughs) (laughs) but like imagine if i had like a dozen treasures and you cat and brian you cast this you know, I am tempted to not crack a single treasure just so you have twelve. Like, oh uh, yeah, make them pay for it. 100%. I'm tempted. I'm tempted to cast a second harvest and double them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we got the next card, Archdruid's Charm for a triple green. It's an instant. Choose one. You can search your library for a creature or land card and reveal it. Put it onto the battlefield tap if it is a land. Otherwise, put it. Put it into your hand, then shuffle. Or you can put a plus one plus one counter on target creature you control. It deals damage equal to its power to target creature you don't control. Or you exile target artifact or enchantment. This rocks. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a fantastic, fantastic card. Once again, like Softy, Softy said in Analyzed Pollen, like you can search for any land. It doesn't say basic in this one. Mm hmm. Well, that's yeah, that's just like staple for sure. That's that does a lot. The the fact that you again erase erase the removal part. That's very playable and a really good card. 
but it's like a, a tutor or creature card, not the top deck. Um, it's removal of creature with a one one counter, and then like the ability to pseudo fight, and it's also exile target artifact or enchantment, not even destroy. Like this, this card's a powerhouse. This this should have replaced many of the other mythics. Yeah, like this this one would be a good mythic for sure. Like that's a it's a very wanted card. Like there's a and I know I'm not the best case study for it, but I I've got a lot of decks that this could go into. Like I've got like I buy a hundred of these and not have enough, right? You know what? Really, Hasbro or Wizard should just come up with like the cards and then present it to people, and go off of the ability of the cards. Where do you think we should rank them? So we could actually get player like player approval. This should be a mythic. Like this does not. This should be uncommon because half of the mythics. I, are I know trash. they. I know they have to still like have the appearance that the cards aren't only for commander. But I only look at cards from a commander standpoint, and this is gasoline. The, the problem with if when you do that, where you ask the the audience, is they'll take something like this and like, okay, everyone vote this to be the worst rare out there so we can get a lot of copies of this out on the field yeah exactly you're gonna have like half of the community is gonna be serious like oh yeah this should be a mythic the other half is gonna be trolling just to get cards they want for i want this at common yeah. I'm, I'm biased i'm biased way. opinion you, you need you need people's unbiased opinion i, I want this at common <laughs> i think it's common you should probably include two per pack this oh, is a seven, guys. Slot, actually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where do you rank this card? It's a seven. Seven. <laughs> this is a nine drop Sphinx. That's a one, one flyer. Seven, roughly. Seven and a half, maybe. It's got flying. Um, I'm going to take the next two because one's a reprint. Uh, Assassin's Trophy, a very welcome reprint to have. A black and a green. Destroy target permanent opponent controls. It's controller may search their library for basic land. Put on the battlefield and shuffle. That's a great reprint. And it's got really cool new artwork. I'm, I got nothing bad to say about that. Deserves, the artwork is cool. Yeah, it deserves the rare slot. Um, then, so, not reprint. We have Assemble the Players. One and a white. You can look at the top card of your library at any time. I love that. And once each turn, you may cast a creature spell with power two or less from the top. That goes great in that Delny deck. Yep. Ooh-wee, buddy. That's a card. That's a card. Again, this would, should replace many, many of the mythics. Yeah. I, w- I wish exactly. you could cast them. Uh, once per turn, once each turn, you may cast a creature. I wonder if you have to follow timing restrictions or if it's allowing you to bypass them. In what way? Because it says once each turn, you may cast a creature with power two or less from the top, right? But if, if I have to, like, do I have to have flash or am I able to, is this card bypassing a timing restriction? I think if the creature had flash on it, you would be good. No, well, you, you see, also saying if you have, a, like, a Vidalcan Ori, it's like on your turn. Oh. <clears throat> Yeah, oh. this is once each turn you may cast a creature spell. That's an ability, yeah, it's not and that ability is on your turn. Yeah, and I think that ability might be letting you bypass timing restrictions. I'd have to, I, I'd have to look, and I'll have to consult with the judges. I would agree with your assessment. I would say that you would be able to cast it on like, like Slothy's turn or my turn or something like that. So, because it doesn't stay on your turn, it just says once each turn. So I would be like, yeah, you. Read the card, explain, explains the card. You it read it, it says once each turn. It doesn't say on your turn. It says once each turn. So I would agree with that. Guys, the flavor text on this is fantastic. All will soon be made clear. But I can give you this. Our killer is here in this. Uh, killer is here with us. 
in this very room. I really, I really like the artwork of it too, with like the Judith, the Tolsamir. We, we've got Aurelia. Like, it, I think that's really cool. Cranko in the back. That's, okay, that's, my, my, it's on Cranko or Judith. Like, that's my, those, those are my guesses. <laughs> that's very, very cool artwork. I'm a big fan. Brian, you got the next one. Your do, we got audience with Tristani. Two and a green sorcery. Create a zero one green plant creature token. Then draw a card equal to the number of different named creature tokens you control. That's fantastic for cool. any of our token decks. Yeah, I'm a big fan of that one. I think it's cool. Different with it. Just cause, like, Can this be like Mythic adjacent? I, I don't think this one would hit Mythic, yeah. <laughs> this one mid, mid-thick. Uh, hence why I said adjacent, adjacent, adjacent. <laughs> um, the next one we've got here is Aurelia the Law Above. Three red and a white for a 4 4 legendary creature angel with flying vigilance and haste. Whenever a player attacks with three or more creatures, you draw a card. Whenever a player attacks with five or more creatures, Aurelia the Law Above deals three damage to each of your opponents and you gain three life. Oh, buddy, that's, this is fantastic. That's killer. I'm I'm really excited for this. Uh uh that again, this is just a lot I of just e- want to a lot of Asian bait. Yeah. But that's a that's a good angel. That's a good Boros angel right there. Mm-hmm. That's a fun card. When Earth so, attacks with three or more, Daniel's not calling dibs yet. Uh, no, I'm going to build that. <laughs> I'm I'm over here just uh, making a list of cards I want from the set. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? He's on that list for sure. We'll be right back. Ever thought modern video games should be more interesting? At the Gaming Blender, we take randomized genres, mechanics, and make a new game every episode. I've added permadeath. We have a survival game of a hardcore simulation, which could be House Flipper, and with the permadeath of XCOM. Then that all has to be an action adventure. Yes. Ooh, dear. Yes. And sometimes it doesn't quite work. And you you have a construction off over the course of the of the narrative. A construction off. The way, the way we can do this is that we ditch your idea entirely. Entirely. Check out the Gaming Blender on all your favorite podcast platforms now. <laughs> the, 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 the all all our spoilers episodes are just Daniel's shopping list. <laughs> it's not not my shopping list. Check it out list. the catalog. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, you're not wrong. Uh, funny. That's that's real real fun right there. All right, I'm going to take the next two because we talked about the one in the previous episode. So we have the Axbane Ferox. It was two green green. It's a beast 4-4 death touch case with Ward collects evidence for. So Brian talked about that, saying how in he the doesn't have he his mustache that. in this. Womp womp. <laughs> All right. So I like the other have, boy. Next one we have is Barbed uh, Servitor for three and a black. It's an artifact creature construct for a 1-1. Indestructible. When the barb sir visitor uh sir Wow, I cannot speak to Call it Barbie. Whenever Barbie. <laughs> Whenever Barbie enters the battlefield, suspect it. Whenever Barbie de- <laughs> deals combat damage to a player, you draw a card and you lose one life. Whenever Barbie is dealt damage, target opponent loses that much life. That's a Woof. great card. I I like this actually. Woof. I like this. Card. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, block away. This is a spiky Barbie. That is oh, a spiky can you, Barbie. Can you uh, do a proxy of this and make it a Barbie? <laughs> <Don't worry. laughs> 
Do you know what this 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 looks like a Barbie that the guy from Toy Story got his hands on to and just absolutely inflated? Yeah. yeah. Oh, Sid, what are you doing over here? <laughs> that's a good card. I think that's pretty cool. Uh, we have blood spatter <laughs> analysis. One black, one did red enchantment. <laughs> huh? Said, so did you write it down? <laughs> no, no, that one. That that that. I don't play much black stuff, sadly. It's uh like I. It's all green. It's all green and white for me. I like a lot of white stuff. Like the uh, the the Aurelia, like the the Delny. I'm making a Delny deck for sure. That's such a cool card. Probably gonna make Atomic deck too, right? Like there's, but I don't really play like many, like Rakdos things. And this has a lot of good Rakdos cards in it, like the Rakdos Demon itself, and this Blood Spatter analysis, as I was saying. One black, one red. Uh, when it enters, it deals three damage to target creature and opponent controls. Pretty pretty decent lightning bolt. Whenever one or more creatures dies, mill a card and put a bloodstain counter on blood spatter analysis. Then sack it if it has five or more. When you do return target creature from your graveyard to your hand, that's pretty decent. Mm-hmm. I like these I ones. Yes, uh, I guess you take the first case and you can explain what they do. Interesting. We're going to learn together today, guys. <laughs> so we got case of the Crimson Pulse. When this case enters the battlefield, discard a card, then then draw two cards. To solve, you have no cards in hand. Um, So once it's solved, at the beginning of your upkeep, discard your hand, then draw two cards. To solve it, it's uh, you have to meet that criteria at your end step. Yeah. 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 To solve it, you have to have no cards in hand. Now what does it do if it's solved? Um, so if it's solved, <clears throat> at the beginning of your upkeep, discard your hand, then draw two cards. Uh, quick note as well. If you do copy an enchantment, like one of these enchantments, you have to solve the thing again. If it's already solved, it doesn't matter. It doesn't enter solved. Okay. That's fair. No, that would, that, that would make sense to me. Beginning of your upkeep, discard your hand, then draw. So you're still, you're getting that before your draw step. So this turns into a draw three impulse. I don't know if I like this. I am uh, I, I play stuff like Hazret where I don't have cards in hand already. So for me, it's just a good draw engine with that. There. I like it. Uh, the next case we've got is the case of the Locked Hot House. Uh, three and a green. You may play an additional land on each of your turns. Uh, two solve. You control seven or more lands. And then if it is solved, you may look at the top card of your library anytime. Uh, and you may play lands and cast creatures and enchantment spells from the top of your library. Okay. Oh. Yeah, this, this this one seems a lot better than the the red one. Okay, yeah, additional additional land, and you can play creature land and enchantment. That goes into so many decks, like the Yenna and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Copy this with Yenna, you can play three lands a turn. I love the artwork for this too. It's just you have like a decapitated body. Yeah, <laughs> just laying there. I like these soul flowers. Is the hot house like the the greenhouse? Mm. Yeah, when I like think a, of a hot yeah, house, I think of maybe like a jacuzzi or a sauna. I like, I like that the flowers in the top left have skulls. That's what I was saying. Yeah, I love the skull flowers. Mm-hmm. The the enchantment, the case enchantments are pretty interesting. All right, then we have the another case. Oh, we're going through all the cases here. Case of the ransacked lab for two in a blue. Instant and sorcery spells you cast cost one less to cast. I love that already. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> To solve, you cast four or more instants and sorcery spells this turn. <laughs> yeah, it's easily done. Oh my goodness. And when There's papers, Sherman. Whenever you cast an instant or sorcery spell, you draw a card. Yo, what? Not a mythic. That's, that's pretty fire. Mm-hmm. 
instant sorcery the, the cost reduction the turning all of your spells into cantrips is is nuts and four spells a turn is nothing this oh this should have been a mythic this is so strong for for a spell slinger like me this is like up my alley i need like every single copy there's that's out there for this well and this is uh, this is just an auto include in storm decks mm-hmm. hey brian it has scared in it. spells. That's what I spell said. That's what I said. I told you there was papers in there. Um, we have case of the stashed skeleton. I really think this is cool artwork. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's one in a black. When this case enters, you create a two-one black skeleton creature token suspected like that. To solve, you control no suspected skeletons. Okay, so it has to die. Solved is pay one in a black, sack this case, search your library for a card, put it in your hand, then shuffle. Activate only as a sorcery. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Getting yeah, I saw the- getting rid of the skeleton is like a no problem in like a normal sacrifice kind of deck, and that's just a a tutor. There is really really good. As soon as I saw this card, all that started going through my head was the CSI theme song. Do 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 do. <laughs> I've been watching way too much TV. <laughs> Fair. Oh wow, this is a good one too, Brian. Take this one, please. Um, here we go. We got a case of the uneaten feast. One white. Whenever a creature enters the battlefield, uh, sorry, whenever the creature, whenever a creature enters the battlefield under your control, you gain one life. I like it already. So to solve it, uh, you've gained five or more life this turn. Once it's solved, you can sacrifice this case and creature cards in your graveyard gain you may cast this card from your graveyard until end of turn please i need i need so many so many that's some absolute heat yes that's really good the uh, johnny's welcome is always sold out yeah I, this is Can just a better this this is an, a johnny's yeah, welcome yeah i'm just quickly writing this down on my list of cards i need uh i'm gonna take these next two Please. Um, but the first one we've got is Commercial District. It is a land of mountain forests, so it is fetchable. Uh, you can tap it I for like red that. or green. It enters tapped, and when it enters, surveil one. Pretty simple. I yep. assume there's going to be one of these for each of the guilds. Most likely. Um, yeah, then we've got Connecting the Dots. One in a red for an enchantment. Whenever a creature you control attacks, exile the top card of your library face down. And you can pay one in red to discard your hand, sacrifice connecting the dots, put all cards exiled with connecting the dots into their owner's hand. That's cool. The the flavor text, I feel this way when I play games sometimes. How could I have missed it? The answer was right in front of me all along. <laughs> like, I missed my triggers. I could have won. No! Oh, yeah, always. <laughs> That's fair. Okay. We have the, oh, a coveted falcon for one blue blue. Artifact creature bird is a 1-4. Flying. Whenever the falcon attacks, gains control of target permanent you own, but don't control. It has disguise for one in a blue. When uh, the falcon is turned face up, target opponent gains control of any number of target permanents you control. Draw a card for each one they gained control of this way. That's on the list. That's on the list for a loosen. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like oh, that. totally. Yeah, I love to. It's really fun to be able to just pass things around the table too. There's a lot of decks I like that actually. Target opponent gains control of any number of target permanents you control. I have a lot of decks where I play uh, everyone else's cards, so a way to give them back is kind of nice. Every yeah. now and then. 
You're you're uh, thinking of trying to be generous now? I took this, but I I, I can give it back, you know? Yeah, that's the donations. <laughs> uh, we have the Cryptex. Two mana, tap, collect evidence three, add one mana of any color, put an unlock counter on the Cryptex. Just Cryptex, not the Cryptex, but I'm going to call it the Cryptex. Sacrifice Cryptex, surveil three, then draw three cards, activate only if it has five or more unlock counters on it. That's That's pretty steep. That's you've exiled 15 mana worth to get three draw over five turns. Mana. Yeah. That's, I don't know, weak, pretty, pretty weak mythic and and not a good mana rock. I, I wish uh, I wish it was like something like tap to add like like a arcane signet style two mana, one mana of any color it would have been such a good rare. I don't know. Not a yeah. fan. Not a fan. I, so I, the, I could see, I could oh, see this going into a squee deck. That's about it. Yeah, uh, with Squee, Squee would be a great spot for this, right? Yeah, but that's about it. Uh, the next card that we have here is Cryptic Coat. Um, two and a blue for artifact equipment. Uh, when Cryptic Coat enters the battlefield, cloak the top card of your library, then attach Cryptic Coat to it. Uh, the So the cloak card, 2-2 two, two creature. Uh, equipped creature gets plus one plus zero and can't be blocked. And you can pay a one and a blue to return cryptic coat to its owner's hand. I like that. And that's pretty cool. Uh, an equipment without an equip cost is very interesting. I didn't even notice that. And um, fun to blink. I think I think I like, I like that one. I got nothing bad to say. Yeah. This artwork's phenomenal. For this next one. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, we got Deadly Cover-Up, three double black for sorcery. As additional cost to cast it, you may collect Evidence 6. Uh, destroy all creatures. If Evidence was collected, exile a card from an opponent's graveyard, then search its owner's graveyard and, and library for any number of cards with the with that name and exile them. That player shuffles, then draws a card for each card exiled from their hand this way. Once again, I can see this for, like, standard or something like that. If Let me... If they sac- if they've sacrificed like a basic yeah, I was gonna say let me reread this. Destroy all creatures if evidence was collected. Exile a card from an opponent's graveyard. Then this this lets you splinter again. That this mm-hmm. is just my splinter play. You just have to destroy one of their lands. Yeah, and then yeah. then strip all the forests from their deck. That's hilarious. You guys are awful. That's like playing splinter in commander is like my favorite thing to do. It's so funny because no one ever sees it coming. Because who does that? Who acts that way? Me. I act that way in my Fraley's yep. deck. Any Fraley's deck I'm playing, I'll tell you right now, it has a liquid metal torque in it or Tuke or whatever it is. It has the other thing that turns things to artifacts and it has Splinter. That's I, I build Fraley's and before even a Llanowar Elf or a Soul Rick goes in the deck, I'm like Splinter. This is hilarious because uh, I, I like to I like to get rid of everyone's stripping all the basic lands is hilarious. This is gross. This is like just a really, really funny other way to do that. And yeah, it's so easy to just run a destroy target permanent, destroy target land. I'm so into this Beast card. Within. Yeah, exactly, right? Beast within their land and then strip again. And anyway, like you're playing a mono, I'm playing my, my mono white two, two, uh, two or less Delny deck and you strip all my planes away. All right, well, you have a great night. And I'm, uh, I'm a big fan of this. It's, uh, it's going on the list. Mm, absolutely. It's going, it's going on. I'm terrified now. <laughs> That's, that's hilarious. Episode, we learn how to piss off the the play group. Yeah. Exile, 
that's that's rough that's a yikes that's really good and the artwork's great i would just be like i had to play it guys it's the artwork oh you want to know what's even funnier say say you're against that uh two mana or less delny deck you destroy all their planes say they've got say they got 20 in their library they draw 20 cards and have to discard at least 13 of them that player shuffles then draws oh that's even worse that's even more annoying so like yeah like it's i i strip all of your forests out you lose 20 forests and you have to draw 20 cards oh oh no it's only from their hand okay but still their hand yeah but still still yeah i'm a big fan of all of this card and again the artwork i cannot i cannot say enough how much i enjoy the look of this artwork it's so cool Mm -hmm. artwork is good Hey, we better move on before we uh, talk more about uh, how to ruin everyone's night with this one card. Um, we have the Doorkeeper Thrall. I love this one card. In white. It is a 1-2 with flash and flying. Artifacts and creatures entering the battlefield don't cause abilities to trigger. I stand corrected. There's another card that's going to be salty. Uh, I love this card. Yeah, this this card's great. <laughs> another hate pair. Yeah. <laughs> this, um... That That is a good card. I wanted to talk this next one. I'm glad it lines up with me. A lot of people call this, and I quote, unplayable garbage. And they're wrong. It's so cool. Uh, Doppelgang is triple X, a green and a blue. So we're looking at a minimum of five. For each of X target permanents, create X tokens that are copies of that permanent. So if we dump five mana into it, we get one copy. That's still not bad. If we get eight mana into it we get two copies of two of our permanents 11 mana three copies of three of our permanents that that's really really good in green simic has no problem generating mana and plus whatever other doubling items you have well again hitting 20 mana in commander is not crazy right and uh what, what would that let me get 20 mana i need 18 what's uh what's that what's the math someone someone math me What's well, eighteen okay, so divided by three? Three divided by so we have eighteen. So three divided by eighteen. Six. Six. Okay. Two, so that's so, so, so you're gonna have six copies. Yeah, so with twenty mana I'd get six copies of six permanents. Not yeah. six permanents I control, just six permanents. Um a, I, I might be crazy, but is uh Cabal Coffers legendary? Um I no. don't believe so, no. Okay, so I get six Cabal Coffers. Interesting. That's right. Is is target permanent, it's not non-land permanent yeah i get six doubling seasons okay it's all right couple cords of mattresses six crater hoof behemoths that can you imagine six crater hoofs hitting the field Woof. oh if you got to do if, if this wasn't a bant deck um having both the six, the white. six crater hoofs six moon shaker categories <laughs> 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 well, you got trample and flying yo uh what's the other one and race four runners just uh you just make all of your creatures get like blo- like wild it's if, just if you have dumb even if you have like dumb dumb mana and you have um oh the white creature that makes them base power xx the changeling one your entity yeah, you make them all that, and you have six. Yeah, I, I just personally like I, I like to play a lot of landfall decks, and a lot of landfall decks happen to be in these colors, right? Yep. But sure nothing do. says I can't target six different forests if I've got twenty of my lands, and then I'll make wow. six copies mm-hmm. of six forests and landfall like crazy. Landfall, yeah, thirty-six times. Timber. 
Or yeah, right. Like that's and the lumberjack over here. <laughs> I, I just like I said, I, I I see a lot of potential at the at the very worst for five mana. Getting a copy of any permanent on the field isn't bad. I would look at this as a minimum of eight cost to get two copies of two permanents. Because again, e- even if you even if you look at it, if you target that as lands and stuff, right? Just uh, no one plays it, but like Temple of the False God, right? If I want, if I get eight Temple of the False Gods, that's pretty good. Well, mana. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You can actually activate them then. Right? Yeah, well, that's funny. Um, but yeah, like it's the, <laughs> again, like looking at lands is, is pretty great, but just, I don't know, getting four copies at eight mana is pretty good. Two mana a copy is not a, not a bad deal. Mm-hmm. That's all. I got nothing else to say on it. I like it. I'm a fan. My, uh, am I the next one here? Yeah. So we got Drag the Canal. Blue and black. Instant. Create a 2-2 white and blue detective creature token. If a creature died this turn, you gain two life. Surveil two, then investigate. I like that. Yeah. There's a lot going on for two mana there. Let's, uh, really quickly as well, we talked about the the guild things, but I like that they're fetchable. Like, the surveil yeah. duels are pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. That's so the, the next one's Elegant Parlor, which is just the next surveil duel. It's the Boros one. They enter tapped as all of the new duels are always going to, but you enter tap surveil one. I like that it's fetchable. I'm a fan. Mm-hmm. Um, then we've got Ezrim Agency Chief, one double white, double blue for a five five legendary Archon Detective with flying. When Ezrim Agency Chief enters the battlefield, investigate twice, and you can sacrifice an artifact to have Ezrim gain your choice of vigilance, lifelink, or hexproof until end of turn. I like that. That's pretty good. That would be a fun commander. Yeah, especially like we were saying with the the ability to throw those artifacts out. Like the there, there's so many things that are when it enters or leaves, draw a card like trash artifacts, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. I like that okay. a lot. We got the forensic gadgeteer or two in a blue it's a creature, the Delkin artificer detective for a two three. Whenever you cast an artifact spell, investigate. Activated abilities or artifacts you control cost one less to activate. This effect can't reduce the mana in a cost to less than one. That's solid. That's really good. I'm a big fan of that. I'm going to take the next three because one's a land. Uh, We have Fugitive Codebreaker, which is one and a red for a 2-1 Goblin Rogue with prowess and haste and disguise. Five and a red. The cost is reduced by one for each instant of sorcery in your graveyard. Okay. So you can uh, flip it face up basically for one. When it's turned face up, discard your hand, draw three cards. Meh. Pretty decent, but it's okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we have the Hedge Maze, which is just beautiful artwork of the Fetchable Surveil Lands. But I wanted to talk about this one because I am in love with the very creepy Schizophrenia artwork on this card. Um, it's Hide in Plain Sight. Three and a green. Look at the top five cards of your library. Cloak two of them and put the rest on the bottom in a random order. And the flavor text is the trees look beautiful until they look back. That's... I. <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> I I love this card. It's really cool. But um I need the, I need to find some shifty eyes to throw in this card. <laughs> the the double cloak is interesting because again, you don't have to cloak creatures, right? So being able to turn some of your lands into two two face down creatures is a is a pretty interesting way to play this. I, I think that this is a playable card for sure. Mm-hmm. And I just I love this card. It's so silly looking. That's great. That's it goes on the effect. list. <laughs> The next card that we have here is Homicide Investigator. It's one and a black. 
creature, human detective. Whenever one or more non-token creatures you control die, investigate. This ability triggers only once each turn. I'm sorry, if you're putting a cap on it to trigger only once each turn, remove the non-token. Uh, but I'll finish yeah, up at the group two. Like, it, it, you're capping it, you're capping it, you're giving me no reason to not do, like, I can't do it more than once. This, this is, only, yeah, kind of a garbage rare. Doesn't the only seem reason great. to do it more than once is if I had the token creatures to throw it through the ringer, but I don't. Well, again, and it's, 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 there's three restrictions, right? Once each turn, non-token, and you have to control it. It's not whenever a creature dies, so you can still, like, whenever a non-token dies, like, that. it's a lot of thing to all to get a clue all to get one clue token yeah like it's there's so many better options yeah give me a clue and a treasure if you're going to give me all these things yeah boo wizards boo or like investigate and surveil one something give me Mm -hmm. something if you're or uh, you know i've got three i've got three hoops to jump through give me three little payoffs even make it the treasure food clue yeah don't don't cap me with just a clue that does nothing and isn't even clue themed. Whack. Womp womp. Um, next up, we've got the Hunted Bone Brute. Two and a black for a 6-2 Skeleton Beast with Menace. Uh, when Hunted Bone Brute enters the battlefield, target opponent creates two 1-1 white dog creature tokens. And when Hunted Bone Brute dies, each opponent loses three life. A and six- it has disguise for one and a black, sorry. A 6-2 Menace is big. I like mm-hmm. this card. I just like the artwork. That's it. Yeah. So it's it's a, it's a six two with menace, but it does give your opponents all of the tools it needs to kill it. You mean your ally, right? Hmm. So depends. If we're attacking Daniel, it's like, hey, Slothy, you get two one one dogs, and I get this beast. Woof woof. <laughs> <laughs> so it doesn't have to be the person that you want to go after. It can be any opponent. All right. The next card we have is Illicit Masquerade for three to black. It is an enchantment with flash. When Illicit Masquerade enters the battlefield, put an imposter counter on each creature you control. Whenever a creature you control with an imposter counter on it dies, exile it. Return up to one other target creature card from your graveyard to the battlefield. Whoa. That's pretty cool. That's neat, yeah. I like that. I like that art too. That's weird looking. Mm-hmm. This is cool. This is so cool. Um, we have an ill-timed explosion. Two, one, blue, one, red. Draw two cards. It's sorcery. Draw two cards, then you may discard two cards. When you do, ill-timed explosion deals X damage to each creature, where X is the greatest mana value among cards discarded this way. Not, not a horrible one. No. Decent board wipe. Small little draw. It's playable. Again, with that melic for two is great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Only too late did the agency custodian realize the device had not been inactive. It was just waiting for the right trigger. True. Uh, take us away, Brian. We have Izoni Center of the Web for Black Green Legendary Creature Elf Detective. We got the good old Menace Menace. Whenever Izoni Center of the Web enters the battlefield or attacks, you may collect evidence four. If you do, create two two one black and green spider creature tokens with Menace and Reach. Sacrifice four tokens. Surveil two, then draw two cards. You gain two life. 
I don't know how I feel about this. I don't I don't like the collect evidence. If this was just on attack, this would be really playable and cool. But to have to throw away four mana of cards to get two tokens, and then I can't even use the token sack ability until I've done that twice. I've had to throw away eight. It's a lot. It's a lot of hoops to jump through with the collect evidence. I'm, I'm not a yeah, fan of that mechanic. Yeah, they put that, that number real high. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not a fan of that mechanic. Like, it's, uh, I, I just don't like it. Like, maybe, maybe if they gave me a, you get them back when this creature dies thing, and it was, like, repeatable and playable, but it's just the, we only have a finite number of cards and decks, right? Like, unless you're me, there's only a hundred cards in commander decks. Brian likes that? Like, right. Yeah. wrong. If they made it evidence too, you know, I could be like, okay, maybe. But like, like you said, evidence four is pretty steep for for doing this. It's just the color. Evidence yeah. anything had is they, too expensive. Had they changed the collect evidence to discard, discard cards up to X from your hand to your grave, then this would be such a great design, right? I'm I'm in like Golgari. I'm throwing cards to the grave. That's wonderful. I'm surveilling built into the commander, so it's a great. But like you're in, in Golgari, the whole point of using the graveyard is to bring them back, not to get them exiled from your graveyard, right? Like it's just like had the collect evidence been like you have to throw discard X cards, very playable. I'd have I'd have a different opinion on it, but like exile from your graveyard mana value is not good because again, like it's it's not exact mana values, right? So a lot of times I think you're going to be going over because you only have. You only have like the okay. I need to collect evidence four, but I've got six, so now I'm throwing away six CMC to get my four. It's I, I don't like it. Not a fan. Yep. Mm-hmm. Don't enjoy it at all. Yeah, I've collected the evidence, and this is a bad mechanic. <laughs> <laughs> um, the next one we've got here is one that is actually very very good. Um, Judith Carnage Connoisseur. Three black and red for a three four legendary human shaman. Whenever you cast an instant or sorcery spell, choose one. Uh, that spell gains death touch and lifelink. Or create a two two red imp creature token with when this creature dies, it deals two damage to each opponent. Dibs. I always forget that uh, to me this just reads make fire song and sun speaker without life gain and black. That's how this card reads to me. That's the fl- the whole text is just it just makes sun speaker. No, Daniel. You mentioned that you don't play. You don't play uh, Rakdos. Here let, you go, please. Let me tell you, I play Rakdos when it's Fire Song and Sunspeaker. I might illegally pair Fire Song and Sunspeaker with this together. Gross. They <laughs> they have the same kind of ability. They're just giving me access to Death Touch on my spells, which I don't need. I don't need Death Touch and Fire Song and Sunspeaker at all. I'm playing. I'm playing Star of Extinction no matter what. Bonk. But yeah, no, this is a uh, pretty good. But uh, I always forget how wildly good that second part is that second part of the text is crazy the 2-2 imp token on casting instant and sorcery two day like two damage on the death of it that's that's a whole other deck route and a good one Mm -hmm. i feel like that's going to mogus as well that's a very good one um i will i'll answer that call after writing down another card i am yes all right i will move on for now so we have kellen inquisitive prodigy it's a two and a green and a blue for a legendary creature, human fairy detective. It's a three, four. It does have an adventure for tail to suspect for a green and a blue. It's sorcery speed. So the tail uh, for the adventure, you can investigate. You may play an additional land this turn. Solid. I like that. 
for its actual ability. It has flying vigilance whenever Kellen Inquisitive Prodigy attacks. Destroy up to one target artifact. If you control that permanent, draw a card. Eh. I like the adventure, but its ability itself, like, mm-hmm. I guess on attack, it's not too bad. You can get rid of stuff you don't care about. I think it's horrendously underwhelming. Yeah. It's like, just, I just like the adventure part. That's it. I don't know. It's just the, they're trying to do too much with Kellen. The, the, the different color identities nonstop of like, it's a Boros card. It's not a Boros. I just, I don't like it. You know? Yeah. It's, I don't know. It's just the, none of the Kellen cards have really captivated me at all. And that's more like one of the new main characters that they're trying to push. Uh, Kellen's Oko's son. So like the, especially, gotcha. especially now that we don't need to planeswalk in between things. Kellen's kind of someone going through like the omen paths to different planes and traveling around, like kind of seeing things. Right. So uh, it makes sense story wise, but I just, I, I have to, I have to wait to see how their omen path story plays out before I, before I criticize. I, I you, you don't criticize the first chapter of a book. Right. So. True. Yeah. Um, I do like the next one, though, because I love everything Krenko, and I think it's cool artwork. We've got Krenko, Baron of Tin Street, two and red, three, three goblin with haste. Sack an artifact, put a one one counter on each goblin you control. Wow. Great ability. Wow. Great ability. Whenever an artifact's put into the graveyard from the battlefield, you can pay a red. If you do, you create a one one red goblin creature token. It gains haste. That's that's very, very good. Again, to we keep talking about the same kind of like sacrifice an artifact throw your own things away with like your normal commander sphere kind of things this is uh you don't even need to run goblins to have a, a pretty strong goblin deck that isn't i tap cranko make 10 goblins i crack, crack uh, you know like it's mm-hmm. it's i like it i it's a fresh take on cranko and i'm a fan of it that that's a nice synergy i do enjoy it actually like i wish the other cards were somewhat like that where they could work a little bit better and then we have, talking about Krenko, actually, we got Krenko's Buzz Cutter 2, 2 red, artifact creature, insect thopter, flying, trample. When Krenko's Buzz Cutter, or Buzz Crusher, enters the battlefield, for each player, destroy up to one non-basic land that player controls. Wow. For each land destroyed this way, its controller may search their library for a basic land card, put it onto the battlefield tapped, then shuffle. Wow. I think Commander needs more of this. There's the... the, Someone was saying recently that the unwritten rules of Commander are kind of wrecking Commander. And I agree. The whole, like, leave my lands alone, like, don't destroy lands, it's not... It's not... No. There's a lot of good stuff in the land section. And sometimes, like, I play Tabernacle in some decks sometimes people have to run some land destruction you know what i mean like it it can't only be left to like a beast within and someone having to be like okay well that's annoying i have to right like this again is getting rid of of some non-basics i i like this there's a lot of not every play group is seeing a guy as cradle and stuff like that but there is you know what i mean there's definitely some times where you have to do it you have to get rid of that stuff sometimes you have to get rid of that maze of if uh, again yeah that might be preventing you from win if you're if you're in a voltron deck and someone has a maze of it you don't have a win con sometimes you just got a beast within slothy's forest it's about sending a message yes yeah gotta assert dominance especially when he's uh we're tip for tat right now yeah i can't remember who's up and who's down <laughs> I, I think think we're one one right now okay one one or two two the peace stands for now 
Um, next up, we've got Kylox, Visionary Inventor. Five blue and a red for a 4-4 legendary creature via Shino Artificer with Menace, Ward 2, and Haste. Uh, whenever Kylox, Visionary Inventor, attacks, sacrifice any number of other creatures. Then exile the top X cards of your library where X is their total power. You may cast any number of instants and or sorcery spells from among the exiled cards without paying their mana costs. Um, see, so this... This right here yes. is a prime example of please where are my Vichiano um where are my sardine uh, tribal people here? Where are they at? Yeah, like like the like and I know that this is a creature type that's been around since basically the beginning of magic. There's old Vichianos like out there, like it sounds like a, I should be searching for these in the ocean, but like mm-hmm. but 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 Brian I, we 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 have uh Vidalcan fishes instead of or um <laughs> not a merfolk clearly not a merfolk that's a Vidalcan fish, fish detective yeah yeah um this card I, I feel like I, I don't know how I feel about this because it's like it's really good in theory it's it's really good in theory but you have to run enough creatures that you have creatures to sacrifice and then you've got a like it's a really high cost like it's a this this if you slot this into a deck like Ovika right and then you you drop this down in your Ovika deck and you sacrifice 20 of your goblins exile 20 cards cast all those sort that's great that then then you're but like from again i evaluate from a commander standpoint and is this like a commander and i can't see this in the command zone no i i agree that um, throwing it in Ovika was kind of my first thought too. Uh, it just feels like there's a a very fine balance between having creatures and instants and sorceries in this deck that Ovika is just able to circumvent a lot easier. Yeah, where it, where the conf- fewer slots uh, had this been down in like a four slot, right? Where I can, but like this is a heavy, heavy investment where I need a board state. Then I need seven mana, and then like I, I need a deck built with a ability to let's even say that I've got ten tokens or ten creatures or whatever, right? That mm-hmm. it's it's just a lot of uh, that. Now that being said, I like to evaluate cards a little bit like Sherman does, and you're in red, and you have a lot of take people stuff card effects, right? Yeah, out of here. No. So so if you if you're able to run like a theft like a theft theme deck where you're uh able to keep taking their stuff like uh an insurrection for example gain control of all creatures and then you tap and say that's hilarious Mm -hmm. right so but like it it just to me it seems like a lot of hoops to jump through i'm sure someone like that's the that's the beauty of commander in general right is that someone more clever than me is going to build like a really cool deck of this and i'm gonna be like oh that's so fun i need to make a version so no i i agree with you like i would for this i would definitely build a deck around stealing people's uh, creatures but like you said the biggest problem is the fact that it's a seven cost it's it's even, a big investment right even at a five cost i would still consider doing that right but a seven cost is just so much if this had let me throw away artifacts instead of creatures then i could ramp the deck heavy with mana rocks i could ramp the deck heavy with like things that make me clue tokens but like like, is it's not really like a token mass generator unless you're playing the creatures, right? Like, it's not like uh, it just like 
I Fire think Vika works out so well because you're able it generates to... it. Ovika, a locust god, things like that. Like again, this is a or, great card in uh, Locust God and Sauron? in Ovika. Mm-hmm. Sor- Soromon with the orcs, or no? Yeah, Saruman. Yeah, I, I just, I, I just, I think it's too expensive to see play. Like it almost at this cost, it almost looks like a like a unset card. <laughs> and it's it's again like the i i complain when they overstat things but this is like kind of understat you know four four menace ward two haste but still on a four four seven mm-hmm. i do like the artwork a lot the artwork i love i would love if this was functional i'm happy like uh, you, you have like a raptor that's a mad scientist like come on again i'm a big fan of like extensive rule zero like let me play things different i literally might just be like can i play this deck but with artifacts instead and then it'd be fun then i then i'd have a great time playing but all right uh, let's uh, move on before we whack whack all right next card we have is lamplight phoenix for a one red red it's a phoenix for a three three it has flying because it's a phoenix when the lamplight phoenix dies you may exile it and collect evidence for if you do return the phoenix to the battlefield tapped once again i i don't care about this one i don't wanna yeah meh I'm going to take the next two because I have to talk the the one after this. But So we've got Lazav, Wearer of Faces. That's a really funny name. Uh, a blue, a black, shapeshifter, detective, 2-3. When Lazav, Wearer of Faces, attacks, exile target card from a graveyard, then investigate. I like that. And whenever you sack a clue, you may have Lazav become a copy of a creature exiled with it until end of turn. So it stacks up like a big number of things that it can turn into. I think that's great. Yeah, that's really cool. Fits with the shapeshifter theme. It fits with like the investigation theme. I think it's. I think it's very, very interesting. I. I. That's very playable to me. And a two mana commander is very fun. Yeah. <clears throat> I have to talk to this card though. Leyline of the Guild Pact. Come on. So we've got hybrid Selesnia, hybrid Simic, hybrid Golgari, hybrid Gruul. Though that's not very hard. And if anyone's everything, if anyone's doing the math at home, that's four forests. If anyone's doing the math at home, you can cast this for four forests, which is how I'm looking at it, because that's four forests. Um, If it's in your opening hand, you can begin the game with it on the battlefield. Each non-land permanent you control is all colors. Phenomenal. Lands you control are every basic land type in addition to their other types. They've given me Valakut nonsense. This is stupid. Everything's a mountain. Everything's a mountain. And therefore, everything is Valakut damage. Everything is awesome. Um, but, but everything is fun when you're getting bolted. But in, in all seriousness, the fact that this is uh, this is fixing lands in all decks with the land type fixing. Because again, you can just drop a high tide. Bam! Here goes a high tide, and now it's time to go silly. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, everything's uh, a again a what's the what's the card? Um, people play it all the time. It's annoying. It's black. Doubles your mana. Cabal coffers. Cabal coffers again. It, like any of the things you need to do with like that you normally would typically do with a uh, Urborg or a Yavimaya. Nope, you're just good. Um lands you control being basic every type is is nuts. Like the they won't print a a Valakut version of Yavimaya for a reason. They won't print a island version of it for a reason because again, then you can just high tide. You just high tide for one mana double double your mana. That's crazy. So there's there's a lot of really really good stuff. Um, I like like that in a sliver deck. It, it, it's sliver deck bait for sure. 
but like starting the game with all colors unlocked is is pretty just pretty great mm-hmm. i can't Absolutely. say enough good things about it i thought a lot of people thought this was a fake card at first and then a bunch of people also <laughs> said that they're just like oh they're like that ah, doesn't seem that good i'm like well, it does in five color decks it's very good mm-hmm. being able to be manifest off the bat is the fact that you could do it with four forests is crazy that's the ramp yeah. color yeah it's just like the fact you could technically play a five color deck with only forests and this card that's funny you technically play a five color yeah. valakut deck that only had forests and a valakut with this <laughs> card which is really funny i just i'm a big fan of it yeah so, move <laughs> that that is funny but we gotta keep going here uh for our next card we have lost in the maze that's x and two blue enchantment flash when lost in the maze enters the battlefield tap x target creatures put a stun counter on each of those creatures you don't control tapped creatures you control have hex proof it's pretty good just did they just reuse the The artwork artwork? i scrolled up to see the same thing and it's basically the same you are not wrong it is basically the same did I miss something? No, Which it's the the Simic, uh, the Simic, yeah, Hedgelay. It's not far off from that artwork. Oh I, wow, they I sure was, did. I was scrolling on up there. I was like, "Yep, this is from the opposite side, guys." <laughs> I hate to say it; it's probably two, two of the AI generated photos. <laughs> <laughs> We're not uh, using AI art. Wink. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna take these next three. Yeah, of course. Because two of them are lands. Uh, we got Lush Portico, which is the Selesnia Surveil land. And we've got Meticulous Archive, which is the Azorius Surveil land. And then, one of the most excited that any card from this set got me. I've already built two versions of this one. This one's heat. Um, Niv-Mizzet Guild Pact. It's Wooburg for a 6-6 legendary creature dragon avatar. Flying, hexproof from multicolored. Whenever Niv-Mizzet Guild Pact deals combat damage to a player, it deals X damage to any target. Target player draws X cards, and you gain X life, where X is the number of different color pairs among permanents you control that are exactly two colors. I'm in love. It's so It's it's so good. I'm in love. And again, and I, obviously, obviously, I'm going double strike. Double strike Guild Pact. Mm-hmm. For sure, right? But, like, that's such a... I, I love the... Like, Niv-Mizzet Perrin was, like, really good for that. Um, Greg, in our playgroup, plays that. And it's uh, that's the ETB you search for the color pairs, and that deck always goes great. There's lots of uh, fun mm-hmm. videos on our YouTube. You should check them out. Check them out. They're long turns, Greg. Take take your turns faster. But other than that, like they're still they're still great games. Like and Niv Mizzet is a is an awesome commander. I I, lo- I love all of the Niv Mizzet stuff. Niv Mizzet's one of my throwback favorite cards. Uh, I f- do think you mean Niv Mizzet Reborn, though. Which one's Niv? Oh, Niv- yes, I, I meant Reborn. Par- Perrin's the instant sorcerer one. I love yep. all Niv Mizzets equally. No, no Niv Mizzet discrimination in this house. <laughs> it's okay because we have no witnesses. After that, for two white, white, the sorcery, each player who controls the most creatures investigates to destroy all creatures. I've never been personified more with the flavor text in my whole life. When cunning fails, there's always violence. Oh, oh, that that sums me up. Yeah, this card's got me pegged. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really like that card. Uh, we have auspicious, uh, auspicious. Either way, 
Uh, interrogation. One blue, one white. The spell costs one blue, one white for each target beyond it. Choose any number of target players. Investigate X times where X is the total number of creatures those players control. That's great. So you're basically looking at three white, three blue, because that's how I'm casting this. Yep. Yeah. Big fan. Brian? Uh, then the next card we have here is Outrageous Robbery. X and two black. Target. Op- oh, it's an instant. Uh, target opponent exiles the top X cards of their library face down. You may look at and play those cards for as long as they remain exiled. If you cast a spell this way, you may spend mana as though it were mana of any color. I like that. I'm a big fan of uh, cards like that. Mm-hmm. And it's just an when exile you, their deck card if you have infinite mana. When you can't, uh, when you can't erase your uh, your own trail, leave as many false ones as possible. I like the fact that they made this an instant. So if someone tutors and puts a card on the top of their library, and you're like, "Oh, let's see what it is for ooh, free mana." Ooh, I love I love some top deck manipulation. Thor does. He's uh... that's still <laughs> it's still one of my favorite. I got to get one of those clips up. The uh, we're playing with uh, we're playing like a, a higher power, like semi competitive game, and someone tutored something to the top of their library, and I'm oh, just good. sitting. Yeah, I'm sitting. They were tutoring your shoulder, but I'm just sitting there with a smile on my face, and they just like uh. They tutor, they tutor and everything, and they're like, uh, they're like, okay, yeah, so it's going to be, they're like talking about, they're like, oh, I bet it's children. He's like, it is children, and everyone's all happy, and then I'm like, millet, and they're like, what? I'm like, millet. And it's, it's just such a funny interaction. Millstone or whatever it was. Yeah, it's just, uh, I, I got to clip that one. I got to find where that part is, because it's so funny. They were they were a great sport about it, but it was just so, it was a good time. For sure, I got a short for it. Um, the next one we've got here is Prof's Eidetic Memory. Uh, one and a blue for a legendary enchantment. When it enters the battlefield, draw a card. You have no maximum hand size, and at the beginning of combat on your turn, if you've drawn more than one card this turn, put X plus one plus one counters on each or on target creature you control, where X is the number of cards you've drawn this turn minus one. Why are they making these sp- like so cheap? Like two mana? Bad. Like I can. You're in blue, so it's it's nice. It's pretty good. I like it. So I can I can abuse this like crazy though. Yeah, this, I know. This is uh one that I I'm gonna pick a lot of copies up because uh, again Please just leave some for the rest of us. Daniel. The, the fact that it's a two mana draw is is pretty decent for a draw themed deck, but no max hand sizes is, is an effect you really need a lot of. Yep. Decanter of endless waters again for that same reason. Even if decanter of endless waters didn't have the mana, I probably still would have bought all of them. But I'm out of them. I need more. I was building uh Alrun the other day. Alrun's very cool. Um. Mm-hmm. Whose turn is it? It is mine with the Pyrotechnic Performer for one in a red. It's a 3 2 uh, Vecino Assassin. It has disguise for a red, and whenever the performer or another creature you control is turned face up, that creature deals damage equal to its power to each opponent. Good. Let's get this party started. I like it. I like it. We have the Raucous Theater as well, the uh, Swamp Mountain Surveil, the. Rakdos Surveil. Um, we have reenact the crime. One triple blue. Exile target non-land card in a graveyard that was put there from anywhere this turn. Copy it. You may cast the copy without paying its mana cost. It's not good. I personally like this a lot. It exile, exile in blue, but only exile from a grave. Well, think of this. Okay. I frantic search. I discard uh, omniscience. Uh, and then I reenact the crime. 
Oh, okay, sorry. I misread the bottom. You may cast the copy of the pain. It's mana cost. Oh, okay. I thought you had to still pay the copy. And I was like, this is trash. But no, yeah. So yes, if, <laughs> if I exile your now, yes. Okay, so now I nature's claim something for one green and then I do it. Yes, that that's much better. I thought that I was it was a copy and then I had to pay to cast the copy. And I was like, this is garbage. Nine mana to cast like a five drop. Much better like, when you read I the like card. <laughs> Reading's hard. I get it. Oh, I went like we did like one of the Brewing Alive episodes. I had to take it down because I realized that I totally built this deck not reading the card. I was just totally like the whole theme was wrong. Oh, yeah. It's where you get the whole Sharpie out. <laughs> <laughs> the card functions how I want it to function. I was like, this is I was like, this is going to be such a fun deck. And then I reread it. I was like, oh, this this doesn't work at all. <laughs> Rule zero. I win. I think it's your turn, Mr. Dan. No, I just read it, Mr. Brian. Yeah. Oh, is it me? Oh, wow. I'm sorry. I'm I'm over Uh, here in my list. They're already pulling. We got relive the past five green white sorcery. Return up to one target artifact card, up to one target land card, up to one target non aura enchantment card from your graveyard to the battlefield. They are five five elemental creatures in addition to their other types. That's interesting. You're in green, so it's light game to bring stuff back i like it seven mana to bring back 15 powers pretty good Mm -hmm. yeah and the artifact is still whatever artifact you throw away the enchantment still whatever enchantment right so like there's still you could have a five five doubling season that's very true um i'll i'll just take this last land too we got the shadowy backstreet it's a plain swamp um tapped surveil all that good stuff you know um then we've got the sharp-eyed rookie one and a green for a 2-2 human detective with vigilance. Whenever a creature enters a battlefield under your control, if its power is greater than sharp-eyed rookie's power or its toughness is greater than sharp-eyed rookie's toughness, put a plus one plus one counter on sharp-eyed rookie, then investigate. This is a really long-winded way of saying, Brian, this card has evolve. Kind of, yeah. Put a 1-1 one, one counter on it and it's all right, yeah, okay. Yeah, if, it, if its power or toughness is greater than sharp-eyed rookie's and sharp eyed guys just put a plus counter on it and investigate. Skip it off. <laughs> it's true. All right. We got a Steam Core Scholar for two and a blue. It is a weird detective for a tutu with flying and vigilance. When Steam Core Scholar enters the battlefield, draw two cards. Then discard two cards unless you discard an instant or sorcery card or a creature card with flying. No, you're a weird detective. Guys, it's not right for name calling. I I think that's not a bad one. But um I really like the next one is the uh so there's there's kind of a story that's been going on for a little bit in magic. There's 10th this uh 10th district guard, then 10th district veteran, and then 10th district legionnaire. And it's all the same person uh who has been named before uh Maleva as they move up the ranks like defending their home. So I'm going to quickly like the uh, I really think that those are like very very cool ones. Where's the other? So, yeah, it's the like the guard tenth district guard enters target creature gets two o veteran it, it untaps another creature the legionnaire it, it's very cool that this is upgrading and then we have tenth district hero and uh, Ravnica was like where like the war of the spark stuff was going on right so this is like like this is Maliva upgrading through it and this is a long-winded way of saying i'm going to build this as a commander um so 10th district hero (laughs) is one and a white for a two three human 
Hey, one in the white, you collect evidence to 10th district hero becomes a human detective with a base power four and toughness with base power and toughness four, four and gains vigilance. Who cares? Then two and a white collect evidence for if 10th district is a hero, uh, 10th district hero is a detective. It becomes a legendary creature named Movilla the star, uh, stalwart. It has base power and toughness five, five and has other creatures you control have indestructible. It, it's a very, very cool way of like having the, the card get through all of the, all of the different things. And Maleva's in a lot of cards. Like uh, Maleva's also in uh, Defiance Strike. Yeah. I really, I really like the unnamed legendaries. I'm, I'm a big fan of those. So Interesting card, I have to say. It's really, really, really cool. Again, trash mechanic of collect evidence. Hate it. Not, not a fan at all. But Although, like, like the fact that you can give all your other creatures indestructible is really, really, really strong. Yeah, I agree. Good defender. Brian, please. All right. So we have <clears throat> Tesa, opulent oligarch, one white black legendary creature, human advisor. Death touch. At the beginning of your end step, investigate for each opponent who lost life this turn. Whenever a clue you control is put into a graveyard from the battlefield, create a 1 1 white and black spirit creature token with flying. This ability triggers only once each turn, and she's a 2 3. I was going to say, hey, I'm going to build this uh, until that last, last sentence. sentence. Even, even without that <laughs> yeah. last sentence, right? Like you're, you have a draw mechanic built into the commander. Uh, you have the ability to make people lose life whenever, like, like a disciple of the fault or anything like that, right? So you've got a lot of ability to make these spirits. You have token generation on your commander. Who, who cares? It's only one. It's still a 1-1 one, one flying spirit. This is, uh, and you're in the Tesa colors, obviously, of the doubled up things. Like the, I, I could see this being a really, really powerful card, especially with the, uh, with the draw built into it. I, uh, I, I would have I preferred like, it. Oh, sorry. I was just going to say, I feel like this is another one that goes into the 99 of a different Tesa. Fair. I, I I would have so preferred it if turn just kills it. Yeah. Or once like uh if it was once each turn but her ability was at the end of each end step. No, I still I still think that's pretty good just the being able to to throw clues away because the even going around the table, right? If you've got the mana to sink in, getting three draws, three tokens, I I like that. I don't know. Or or even keep the ability triggers only once each turn but yeah at the beginning of each end step investigate for each opponent who lost life this turn i see what you're saying with the beginning of your end step okay yeah i think it's playable still i i think i'll see some cool decks with it especially um the one thing i i keep i, I trashed brawl a lot i really really gave brawl the business and sure did. I, I really really gave brawl the business when it came out but the with the changes to standard and Brawl actually being like something you can play now. Uh, I, I could see this as something I might build, right? Like I might build some of these things in Brawl because Brawl is in tiny leaders. You can you can have a lot of these, right? And like Judith will be really, really fun in Brawl. So will like a lot of these. So I, I, I could see it maybe having more of a resurgence on uh, Arena. On Arena, this would be pretty fun. I, I can see what you mean about like for like an only a commander thing. That maybe it, it slots better into just like other Tesa, for instance, right? Mm -hmm. What happened to you from like forty-five minutes? I'm only looking at these from a commander standpoint. Well, well, brawl, brawl, brawl is brawl is still online commander, right? Like it, it's the best we have for an online commander format right now. And like I said, brawl was unplayable trash when it came out. 
but like when they change the uh when they change the standard rotation to be longer and actually because yeah the, the old standard rotation like you had like three sets to play with basically right and, and now like we've got we've got a pretty big standard block to build with and play with so it's pretty fun but yeah like with the old rotating format it, it's so hard to get people to buy into it that's why they made that change right mm-hmm. i'll play more brawl maybe i'll make brawl decks tonight uh moving on we've got thundering falls it is the is it surveil land uh then we've got Olsamir, midnight's light two green double white for a three two legendary creature elf scout with lifelink when tulsamir of midnight's light enters the battlefield create voja fenstalker a legendary five five green and white wolf creature token with trample whenever a wolf you control attacks if tulsamir attacked this combat target creature and opponent controls blocks that wolf this combat if able i like that mm-hmm. oh oh there's two creatures that could, would go really well in this deck. Banding, we know. Get over yourself. <laughs> All right. Ban- banding Captain. bot has joined the chat. <laughs> All right, next card. We have a Treacherous Greed. One in a white and in a black. Instant. An additional cost to cast a spell. Sacrifice a creature that dealt damage this turn. Draw three cards. Each opponent loses three life and you gain three life. Interesting. I don't see this being a good rare, though. I would say, like, uncommon, but... The the fact that it has to have dealt damage is kind of not the not phenomenal. But again, that draw three cards, each opponent loses three life, you gain three life. It's pretty solid. Yeah. You, you could just pair it with pingers. I put it in the Tasa deck. That's make, true. Make my clue. But, like, if you have a pinger, like, would you really want to sacrifice it? Like, I like maybe with, with like, the Tasa they were talking about before, if you sacrifice a 1-1 one, one spirit... I can yeah. see that. Yeah. But even then, that's really, like, the they have to have, like, basically no, no flyers or no blockers. Because if you have something that's big, you don't want to sacrifice it. True. No. So, I, I, I say this is more like an uncommon than a rare. Uh, at uncommon, it would have made sense. It's It would be a good uncommon. Playable. And then we also have two of the lands. I'm going to go through real quickly. We have under Undercity Sewers, which is the um, Demir Surveil land. Land and then we have the Golgari one for the underground mortuary. Yeah, I like that one. Um, we have unyielding gatekeeper one and a white for a three two elephant cleric with disguise one and a white. When it's turned face up, exile another target non land permanent. If you control it, return it to the battlefield tapped. Otherwise, its controller creates a two two white and blue detective. Uh, I really am a big fan of that. That's pretty solid as a as a blink option to save something of mine and also a get rid of something of theirs. That's that's pretty phenomenal removal, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Cast it for three face down and then you flip it up. I like that. Uh, yeah, you take the Anim Pakal bait. Yeah, so we got War Leader's Call. One red, white, enchantment. Creatures you control get plus one, plus one. And whenever a creature enters the battlefield under your control, War Leader's Call deals one damage to each opponent. Wild. That's so good. Um, then I we've can't, got... I can't stop preaching how much of a problem that commander is. Anim's a problem, but this is, uh, like, Impact Tremors has played so much, right? Like, this is just another Impact Tremors with an Anthem is crazy. Or Feroz, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> then we've got the Wojek Investigator. Two and a white for a 2-4 Angel Detective with Flying and Vigilance. At the beginning of your upkeep, investigate once for each opponent who has more cards in hand than you. Yeah. Like that one. I think we covered that in the promos, right? Yeah, we covered it in promos. Oh, did we? 
Yeah. It's all good. Uh, that was like four days ago. I don't remember. Yeah, exactly. That was Sunday. That was Sunday's episode. This is yeah. Wednesday. This is Wednesday. I guess take the next one too. Sure. Uh, the penultimate rare that we've got is World Souls Rage. Uh, X, red and a green for a sorcery. It deals X damage to any target. Put up to X land cards from your hand and or graveyard onto the battlefield tapped. It's pretty good. Wow. Especially with like a Nahiri's Lithoforming or something like that. Mm-hmm. That's so strong. That's so strong. That's crazy. Oh, man. All right. And let's just finish this off here with Yaris, Roar of the Old Gods. Two and a red and a green for a 4-4 legendary creature centaur druid. Other creatures you control have haste. Whenever one or more face-down creatures you control deals combat damage to a player, you draw a card. Whenever a face-down creature you control dies, return it to the battlefield face-down under its owner's control. If If it's a permanent card, then turn it face up. Strong. I think it's a cool card. There's uh, a few uncommons I wanted to rip through as well. Uh, Aftermath Analyst is one of them. It's one and a green for an elf. Detective one three. When it enters, you mill three. But it has three and a green. Sack it. Return all lands from your graveyard to the battlefield. Tap. That's a great card for like a Zuran Orb kind of throwaway thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also have a branch of the Vitugazi, which is a colorless land. Taps for colorless, but it also has disguise. And when it's turned face up, you add two mana of any one color until end of turn. You don't lose it. I think that's pretty playable. Uh, did you did you read the flavor text of your aftermath an, um, analyst? Could someone bring me more evidence markers? Like a lot more. I like that. <laughs> um, there's one. It's a story. It's an obvious like story part, and I'm only reading it because of the story part. But call a surprise witness is one in a white return target creature with mana value three or less from your grave to the battlefield. Put a flying counter on it. It's a spirit. Uh, it's Tesa as a ghost, which is cool. And it's why would a little thing like death stop me from running the syndicate? I'm going to be here for a long, long time. That's based. That's as base as it gets. Yep. Um, another uncommon is Insidious Roots. Um, black and a green enchantment. Creature tokens you, got, you control have tapped to add one mana of any color. Whenever one or more creature cards leaves your graveyard, create a zero one green plant creature token, then put a plus and plus one counter on each plant you control. And that is some of the nicest art in the set. Which one? Insidious Roots? Let me... Yeah, yeah. Let me scroll on down and find it. You got you got me interested with it, with nice artwork. Upside down. City. Oh, you you like that artwork? I love that artwork. I hate that artwork. <laughs> A lot of people. That's the that's ninety percent of the Instagram comments on that water. This artwork yeah. is terrible. <laughs> um, you have a different art taste than me, Slothy, and I like that. That is a good card, though. I uh, I like all these other cases. We get uncommon cases too. Yeah. Yeah. There's. Uh, I wanted to talk the the white one. I like. Case of the Gateway Express, when it enters, choose a creature you don't control. Each creature you control deals one damage to that creature. That's that's pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, to solve, you attack with three or more creatures. Or three or more creatures attack this turn. And solve creatures get 1-0. That's pretty decent. The Shattered Pack case as well is to solve. Uh, when it enters, search your library for a basic land. Put it into your hand, then shuffle. That's uh, two mana, colorless. That's a great card for, for a lot of decks. Uh, to resolve, there's five colors among permanents. Who cares? Solved at the beginning of combat on your turn. Target creature control gains flying, double strike, and vigilance. That's pretty good. Ah, uh, so is the I other. I like that a lot. So is the other white one. Whenever a detective enters under your control, and whenever a detective you control is turn face up, put a one on counter on it. To solve, you control three or more detectives. Solved if one or more tokens would be created under your control. Put the, that uh, those tokens plus a clue are made. I like things that replace things like that. It's a little too specific for me to to love it, but 
Oh, the Trampled uh, Garden one's pretty I, good artwork too. There's crime novelists for two in a red. This one just seems stupid. It's a goblin bard for one three. Whenever you sacrifice an artifact, put a plus one plus one counter on crime novelist and add one red. Oh yeah, that was the broken one. Yeah. So your treasures basically make two two mana now. Oh yeah, that's really good. Um, I I went way down because I was looking for some other stuff, but uh, we've got Wisp Wisp Drinker Vampire as well. Two and one white, one black vampire rogue, two four flying. Whenever another creature with power two or less enters under your control, each opponent loses two li- uh, lose a life, and you gain a life. And then seven five one white. So it's like five colorless, one white, one black creature you control with power two or less gain death touch lifelink. I don't think anyone's going to use that last one, but but maybe you lost me. Oh, I, I I scrolled way 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 down. Yeah, he's really down there. I'm just laughing. Sorry, I'm just laughing at the the artwork for Frantic Scapegoat. So, because it's if for a single red, it's a one one creature goat. It has haste. When Frantic Scapegoat enters the battlefield, suspect it. Whenever one or more other creatures enter the battlefield under your control, if Frantic Scapegoat is suspected, you may suspect one of the other creatures. If you do, Frantic Scapegoat is no longer suspected. I think it's just I I just like the artwork for it. <laughs> I just think it's stupid. Fair. Um, look at the artwork for Private Eye. Uh, it's one white and a blue for a 3-3 Humunculus Detective. Other detectives you control get plus one, plus one. Whenever you draw your second card each turn, target detective can't be blocked this turn. Yup, it's a vase, all right. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> uh, there's a common way, way down that I have literally, at this moment, and it's Wednesday, remember. But yeah. um, I, I literally just messaged my game store and I told them to give me everyone they have. It's Pick Your Poison. Uh, it's one green, it's a sorcery. Choose one. Each opponent sacks an artifact. Each opponent sacks an enchantment. Each opponent sacks a creature with flying. That's really good. That's solid. That's a solid turn one. Somebody hits me with somebody hits that turn one soul ring. No, I'm not destroying it. You're choosing to sacrifice it. It's not my fault. You don't have another one. See, that's what I play the other one. Um, each opponent sacrifices an artifact. Tribute to the wild. It's like, a great card. Yeah, I love it. Tribute to the wild is wonderful. Um, I really like the slam against humanity as well. Did you guys see that one? No. Yes. Yeah, yeah, two and a green sorcery. Create a zero zero green ooze creature token with trample. Put X one one counters where X is two plus the total number of cards you own in exile and uh and in your graveyard that are oozes named slam against humanity. A deck can have any number of cards named slammed against humanity. That's funny. And we are about to give me all slam against humanity as well. Have you guys seen or even glanced at the full art lands? Yes, they're yeah, beautiful. They're lovely. Yeah, they look fantastic. See if Overall, I think this this like okay. So let's go with this, okay? Of the three that we looked at, we have the main set, we have the commanders, and we have the clue. Of those three, which one are you looking forward to the most? Like if you could only spend money on one of the three, what would you do spend money on? Like the commander, Buffy. I'm very torn between the commander and the clue. Okay, and what about you, Dan? For which one? Sorry. Uh, if I if I could only put money into one of the sets. Yeah. Ooh, I don't know. I really like Voja, but I really like Duskana, right? So those are my those are kind of my two cards that I want the most out of the set is Duskana and Voja. Um, I'd probably if I could only buy one. It would probably be the commander stuff because the commander set I, I, going over the commander spoilers. They looked very well built. 
and they they looked really fun like the detective one looked pretty silly i don't really know how much i'd play the surveil ones but i'd probably have to choose the commander ones because they just looked what i I wouldn't be playing any of the evidence crap i have to play around with the evidence to see how well it does because you know me i don't care about exiling stuff from my graveyard so i'm not worried about that um i'm willing to try any mechanic just for the sake of trying it to see how how well it works but overall like i can't say until i play play with it how good it is so it's sort of like with the um, escape mechanic you know in theros we we're all before we're like ah escape sucks and then we start playing with it and we're like okay you know what escape's not bad <laughs> stop poking your cats <laughs> i really really like the slam against humanity card i had missed that and i'm hoping hoping that people can find me that i really want it i'm trying to uh i'm trying to look at yeah so the brian if you scroll down you'll be able to see the uh what is it called the it's not borderless it is the magnified showcases i think those are some of the coolest artworks in the set and they just didn't really uh like like they put a lot of very cool artwork in them that kind of it's a big miss in my opinion to not have them in the main set like that Oh wow! I mean that that gives you something to hunt for then. That's fair. Some of these are really nice, actually. I do I do like them, but like I I don't think I can Slothy. get any of the sloppy. Look stuff. at this insidious roots art, please. Insidious. Oh, I was root. looking at it too. Yeah, that's, that's so the one I just better. grabbed. Insidious roots. That's so much better. That that one is also gorgeous. Uh, that's uh, that and foil would be just phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Uh, not on all my right, watch right. is another uncommon we missed. Uh, one and a white exile target attacking creature. I like I like white exile cards. These showcases mm. are really nice. The artwork's really really spot on. I like deduce a lot. Demand answers is great too. Oh. Uh, deduce is one and a blue draw card. Investigate. That's very good. Uh, demand answers is one and a red as an additional cost. Second artifact or discard. Draw two very playable yeah like the the magnifying showcases compared to the dossier showcases i like the magnifying ones more dossier i don't really care much for with the black all the way around it like it looks dramatic accusation is like a the it's the it's what goes on in the story and it's a very very well drawn for what's going on in the story we've got alquist uh accusing the murderers i won't i won't say who the murderers are if you guys are waiting for the story on the podcast but but i'm sure you'll see the picture but they're very very cool uh also makeshift binding is another great looking artwork card the two and a white when it enters exile target creature opponent leaves like basically like uh just prison realms it and two life i like that a lot i need to be i need will be an interesting set to to see how it plays found a second mole oh no called tunnel uh tunnel tipster it's one in a green mole scout at the beginning of your end step if a face down creature entered the battlefield under your control this turn put a plus one plus one counter on tunnel tipster uh you can tap it at one force that's a one one that's adorable i am just seeing this card and i think this is a hilarious name undercover crocodile oh i wasn't the only one elf okay. crocodile detective <laughs> Uh, for a green, a blue, for a five-five, when it deals combat damage to a player, investigate. I'm, I'm a fan. Yeah, the Tunnel Tipsters, cool artwork. I really like that. Right. Ah, uh, so is yeah. Topiary Panther. That's very, very nice artwork. Oh, actually, change that. Oh, they, they have, 
It's cute. A bubble smuggler for one in a blue. It's an octopus fish. So two one has disguise five in a blue. And if it's turned face up, it put you put four one one counters on it. But it's so cute. I want it. <laughs> it's a common too, so I'll probably get it anyways. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna get this slime against humanity deck going. Oh cool. great. Really quickly before before we end, we'll we'll end basically we've gone a little long going through the ends. What's the commander for slime against humanity, boys? What are, what are we working with? It's, oh, the elf, the elf the, the slime. Thing. Well, no, no, yeah. but but Vanifar is going to cloak them, and I don't want to cloak them. I want to cast the slime against humanity as much as I can. Oh, Andrix, uh, Andrix, and Nav. Yeah, let me reread this again real quickly here. You get the uh, second copy of it, but it would be a zero zero. The other, uh, the other Vanifar. Other Vanifar. Oh. What's my other Vanifar? Prime Speaker Vanifar. Uh, you can sack a creature, search library for a creature with uh, mana value equal to one plus the sack's creature. Oh, no, never mind. That's mana cost. I thought it was power. Yeah. I don't think Vanifar is it, but who is... What's a, what's a spell slinger in green? It'd be mono green. It could be green and something else. So I would I would put it in something like probably Simic, where I could just... Because um, blue has oh. a lot of copies, right? Or like um, I was gonna say Adrix uh, and now zero zeros. Um, copy the spells constantly. Or is there a way to exile the spell under something and just cast it constantly again and again and again? I think uh, I think it's Wart the Raid Mother. I think that's the one we're going with. Wart the Raid Mother. If you guys don't know some old old stuff, uh, it's four colorless and then hybrid red green hybrid red green. When it enters, you create two one one red goblins. Who cares? Each red, a red or green instant or sorcery spell you cast has conspire as you cast it. Tap two untrapped creatures that share a color with it. When you do, copy it and choose new targets for the copy. I think that might be the one. Calamax, about, Calamax cares about instants. Yeah. How about? I I have to get back to you on this. I have to go through and see what there is. But those those are my first impressions. It's just. Having at least green or red, or sorry, uh, blue or red combined with it, just to copy up the the uh, spell and just go from there. Or like, is there a way to like? Uh, I guess we can't do that. Um, yeah, that's all I can really come up with right now. I need, I need, I need more time. <laughs> hmm. Oh, um, but yeah, like there, that's the only thing I could come up with. So. Or like, is there a way to to cast a spell? Like, the open open to the audience for anyone that's listening. If you guys have any suggestions, yeah. What you know, what, what am I building what this? Do? What would you build around it? Because I think like a teamer commander might be good. I think a teamer commander would be great for it, just because of the fact that you can double, like you have dual cast. You yeah, I want storm. I want storm. Yes, you you understand where I'm going with this. <laughs> hmm. Like that, that's that's what I would do. That's that's all. all oh, I would Riku, do. obviously Riku. Oh, yeah. Where I can just keep paying to copy the spells. Yeah, <clears throat> that would work. That would work really, really, really well. Or you know what? That's a twin reflection guy, right? Daniel, I got I got yeah. a better idea for you. Okay. Um, Gale, uh, Water Deep Prodigy. Okay. Yeah. The background of the chef, I think it was. Master chef? When the creature comes in, it gets plus one, plus ones. Oh, the, the tokens? That'd be good. Whenever you cast an instant sorcery, you can cast up to one of the other type, though. So I can't cast my thing. For for that? Oh, wait. Yeah, you're right. 
shoot, never mind. Hmm. I was, but what if we went with uh, Jahira, Friends of the Forest, oh, or something? love Jahira. You're speaking my language tokens, now. Right? Uh, even Jahira and uh, what's the background? I, I already use it as the bombardment. The one that lets you sacrifice your creatures, pay one, sack it to ping things. Uh, that's Brawler? No, that's Red, right? Yeah. Tavern Brawler? Uh, is it Tavern Brawler? No, it's not. It's I'm looking through it right now. Um, oh! Uh, we could also do Krark. Something something that has Krark the Thumbless paired. Ooh. So whenever I that cast an instant or sorcery, flip it. If I lose the flip, return it to its owner's hand. If I win, copy. We could yeah. we could do some Krarkin'. You can do that. Um, the other one is going to be Street Urchin for the background, so... Yeah, Street Urchin would be good. But Inspiring Leader, which is a white, you would commander creatures you own have creature tokens you control get plus two, plus two. <laughs> so your your all your oozes will get even bigger. Hmm. But. I'm gonna I'm gonna do something with this. That's I'm, I'm glad I'm glad everyone stuck around. I'll I'll end the episode before I sit here and live brew. Where we kick right into brewing it live. I'm mm. keep, keeping everyone here till noon. <laughs> on Wednesday, the seventh. Yes. Noon, noon Dan, on I have Wednesday. to work. What are we yeah, doing? Yeah, we're here? all late for work. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll roll our outro. Uh, thank you guys for getting so far into the episode with us. This was way longer than I thought it was going to be. Half of it's me talking slamming against humanity. They apparently only have two. That's not acceptable. Um, we need to do our outro. So again, come over to the99.com. That's where all of our stuff is. You can find articles, gameplay, podcast episodes, yada yada yada, the whole shebang. Um, if you like the content, like, share, subscribe, it really does help out. Give us a rating. It makes it easier for new people to see it and more people to get involved. And we can talk more magic. It, it really helps out. If you want to go above and beyond liking and sharing, because you all should be, all should rate the show. Give me good ratings. Um, come over, check out Patreon. We've got lots of new tiers that are firing off. Brian's going to make a big announcement about those soon. Um, lots of big plans for the new year, as I keep saying. Brian's cat's now in the video. Um, we've got lots of lots of, lots of, of fun plans. So again, thanks everyone for getting through it all. I really, really appreciate everyone who spends time listening and hearing us rant about magic, where I talk with magic with my friends. And yeah, that's, that's the gist of it. Oh, and follow us on TikTok. We finally made a TikTok. Lots of things go up there. If you use TikTok, go to TikTok and follow us. Lots of shorts going out now. That's it, yeah. Yeah, you guys get it. I am there. I'm good. I got nothing else to say. Slime Against Humanities. Send me them. I need a lot of them, to be honest. Have a good one, guys. Bye-bye. Later. <laughs>